This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A decision that was made by the Alabama Supreme Court regarding a dog is about to be implemented. The date has now been set for next week to euthanize a pit bull from Guntersville. The dog attacked a woman last September, leaving her with multiple injuries, including the need for skin grafting surgeries. A lawsuit against the dog's owner has been in the judicial process for a year now, and last month the Alabama Supreme Court considered the whole case, determining that the dog must be put down in accordance with Emily's law. That is a state law that was passed in 2018 after 24-year-old Emily Colvin was killed from a dog attack. The Alabama Department of Transportation announces more state funding for the Mobile River Bridge and Bayway project. The funding total is confirmed to be at $375 million. $124 million will come from federal grant money and the $250 million from the state. ALDOT is signaling that the project is still moving forward as planned and revealed that by December 21st, Teams who are part of the bridge design will be submitting their statement of qualifications. Mobile Mayor Sandy Stimson says this is all good news and that he sees a clear path forward solving the worst bottleneck problems in that city. A judge in Montgomery has officially dismissed the sex abuse charges against former state lawmaker Perry Hooper Jr. Just last week, the woman who made the accusations against Hooper issued a public statement requesting that the charges be dropped. Earlier this week, the Montgomery Deputy District Attorney filed the necessary court documents in order to drop the prosecution's case against Hooper. Hooper Jr. is son to a former Alabama Chief Justice, Perry Hooper Sr. A sentencing date has been set for both the man and woman convicted in the kidnapping and killing of a Birmingham toddler. Three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney disappeared from a birthday party. Her body was found days later in a dumpster. Patrick Stallworth and his girlfriend, Derek Brown, were convicted in separate trials that occurred just last month. Their sentencing dates in federal court are now set for February 23rd of next year. The nature of the charges against the two requires an automatic life sentence without the possibility of parole. Both Stallworth and Brown are not done with trials against them. The latest was a federal case. However, the next up involves the state of Alabama, in which prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. And when it comes to another missing woman case out of Florida, that has resulted in a St. Clair County grand jury indicting Mark Spinevolo. Cassie Carley went missing earlier this year from the parking lot of a restaurant in Navarre, Florida, where she was involved in a custody exchange of her four-year-old daughter with her ex-boyfriend, Mark Spinevolo. Weeks later, Carly's body was found here in Alabama in Springville. The charges coming from the St. Clair County Grand Jury have to do with abuse of a corpse. The cause of Carly's death remains under investigation. Spinevolo is currently in the St. Clair County Jail without bond. An election dispute is brewing in Kanuka County over the sheriff's race there. Mike Blackman is the Republican candidate who officially filed a contest to the election results this past November. The election was considered a tie on Election Day between Blackman and Democrat Randy Brock. However, the results were swung in favor of Brock by one vote after the polls closed. An automatic recount found five more votes for Brock. Now Blackman and his attorneys maintain that new information is coming in from voters in that area that indicate that Blackman should be considered the winner. The Alabama Republican Party chairman, John Wall, has also spoken about this election dispute, saying it needs to be challenged to ensure election integrity for every voter. 
A case of bird flu has been identified and confirmed in Lawrence County among a flock of birds. The Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries, along with the U.S. Department of Agriculture, are working to quarantine the property and depopulate the birds that are affected. State health officials say the birds infected are not part of the poultry food supply here in the state. However, those with backyard poultry operations should remain vigilant in monitoring their flocks for any signs of the virus. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, coming from the U.S. Department of Energy, the secretary there, Jennifer Granholm, is announcing a huge federal grant to a lithium battery company. Granholm is now coming under fire from some media outlets for claiming that the Texas company is a further promotion of a U.S.-based business, when in reality, that Texas company does most of its operations in China. The DOE is giving $200 million to Microvast Holdings to build a facility in Tennessee. Granholm says this will supercharge the private sector and continue to ensure that clean energy is American-made. However, Florida Senator Marco Rubio objects to Granholm's claims. Rubio spoke with the Washington Free Beacon saying that the Biden administration has a lot of explaining to do on this decision and that sending millions of taxpayer dollars to a company with operations based in China is crazy. While we're on the topic of China, the commissioner for the Federal Communication Commission, Brendan Carr, is calling on the U.S. Department of Justice to investigate Apple Tech Company for its continued allowance of TikTok on their app store. Carr has repeatedly called TikTok a China-owned operation and compared it to a wolf in sheep's clothing when it comes to personal information and China being able to spy on Americans. In the past, Carr has urged both Apple and Google to ban TikTok from their app stores. Now Carr has reached out to the DOJ through a letter saying that the presence of TikTok on Apple's App Store and Google's Play Store is now an antitrust issue and that neither of the companies are exercising control over the app as they originally claimed in order to justify having it on their app stores. Carr spoke about this whole issue last month with News Nation. Once you have TikTok on your phone, uh, the reporting is that all sorts of data is being sent back to Beijing. That's keystroke pra- uh, patterns, search and browsing history, location information. Second is basically a foreign influence campaign, which is to say they can deliver all sorts of content uh, right to you. And we've been seeing that's been linked to everything from you know body uh, and mental health issues among young girls to potentially being used to sway people's views when it comes to politics. Three Republican senators are now calling for a Senate committee investigation after a whistleblower from within the Department of Health and Human Services blew the lid on child trafficking that's being ignored within governmental agencies. Senators Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, Josh Hawley of Missouri, and Rick Scott of Florida said that the testimony from the whistleblower cannot be swept under the rug, and they also say that they're angry that the Biden administration is more concerned about lawsuits than protecting children from sex slavery. The actions of the senators come as a result of this HHS whistleblower talking to Project Veritas on video. Here's a clip. So your trafficker in Guatemala, he's got to use the cartel to get his children across Mexico. But once he gets the children to the U.S. border, we take them. Mm-hmm. So we take the product. These, these vulnerable children, we care for them, we clothe them, we feed them. And then with your dollars and my dollars and the dollars of every person watching, we fly that product directly to the trafficker. The trafficker then has the ability to labor traffic that child until they're caught, if they ever are. And God forbid it's sex trafficking. 
there's nothing that we can do about it. There's nothing that HHS can do. We give the child to the sponsor. I said, do you think the child is going to take the sponsor to their immigration hearing? And they're like, probably not. And I'm like, no, probably not. So hence, the child gets an order of deportation, and that's it. I mean, their chance to get their papers are, are gone. So they've been harmed. But why is that beneficial to the sponsor? And I say, case manager, think with me. Who gets the order of deportation? The sponsor. What happens? The sponsor can hold up that order of deportation to that child and say, this is your order of deportation. If you do not do what I say, when I say, mm -hmm. I'm going to call ICE on you myself. We are paying to put children in the hands of criminals. Dr. Peter McCullough, who is a well-published cardiologist and epidemiologist out of Texas, is renewing his call for the end of COVID-19 vaccines. McCullough is making these statements after a German-based study was released involving 35 people who died within days of getting that COVID-19 vaccine. These researchers were able to conduct autopsies on the people and found that 71% of those had various heart problems that emerged like myocarditis, vascular aneurysm, pulmonary embolism, heart failure, and stroke. A surgeon and public policy researcher at Johns Hopkins University is backing up McCullough on what he's saying about this study. Dr. Marty Macquarie says that the Institute of Pathology at Heidelberg, Germany, is a very reputable research group who was able to conduct testing that is currently not being allowed to be done here in the U.S. A Florida man picks the worst time ever to commit a Christmas heist at Walmart. The 40-year-old man decided to go on a shoplifting spree at a Walmart in Osceola on the very same day that there were 40 sheriff's deputies there to take part in a program for low-income children called Shop with a Cop. The Osceola Sheriff's Office posted on their Facebook page that while they were conducting this event, the man tried to get out of the store with perfume and gloves, but it did not end well for the man that they simply referred to as Brad with a bad idea. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama you can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 